Assalamu alaikum guys, welcome back to The Machine. This is Let's Chat. You're here with Mush. And Sam, assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum guys. And today's topic is going to be about the UK general election results. So um, turns out that um, obviously it's uh, quite people, a lot of people who were voting and stuff like that. It turned out to be a conservative win. Um, they won with a majority. Um, so we can see that the conservative government is going to be running the country for the next four years. Um, what are your thoughts, Sam? I mean, um, quite of a shock to a lot of people who um, went out to support for Labour. I mean, it was a landslide win by Tories, 365 seats, and a poor loss by Labour, 203 seats. Um, it's kind of crazy how a lot of Muslims went out um, to vote, and you know how a lot of Muslims are saying, you know, we need to vote, we need to vote for Labour. Um, having putting a lot of bad press against Boris Johnson, uh, tweeting how you know bad the manifesto is from the Tories and how great the manifesto from Labour is. Um, the problem is with the Muslim Ummah within the UK is that if they really truly understood the politics behind UK, the government, UK government politics, um, they, would, they would know that it would conservative is going to be a win. I mean, me just speaking to people at work, even they were like, listen, the manifesto for Labour, amazing, yeah? Obviously, who wouldn't want their debts being wiped out four days a week of work? Um, all these free internet, so all these little mini perks, all these uh, benefits coming through. The NHS, would, is that NHS one, yeah. day? Yeah, who wouldn't want all that stuff? Of course, everyone would want that. But it was all down to the fact that who is um, going to stay, who wants the Brexit um, um, policy to stay, and who wants to leave EU. That was the whole, um, whole um, actual debate. Yeah, I think that's what the main thing was. Was did people really care about the NHS or did they just want Brexit to get over and done exactly, with? Exactly, that's the thing. And yeah, so we could see like obviously a lot of people were far right, and um, I think that's down to the fact that uh, they just want bre a Brexit over and done with because of financial uncertainty. Yeah. So uh, especially with like a lot of big businesses and stuff. Even uh, the small businesses are affected. Even by the, yeah, because yeah. it is affecting the economy and stuff. Yeah. And I think um, people saw that. Now even though the fruits of Brexit will only. Uh, will only take place like probably even 10 years into the future yeah. after Brexit happens. But the fact that that financial uncertainty will be, it's, it, that whole climate will change, right? Yeah. Because um, obviously we live in a society where it's very money driven, it's very capitalistic. Yeah, and judging by the manifestos, you could see that obviously um, Jeremy Corbyn was very left leaning. Yeah. And Boris Johnson. A socialist communist style. Yeah. yeah, like a socialist communist style. Yeah. But Boris Johnson was obviously always the hardcore right wing person. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you look at the government, UK government, even the people of the UK, I mean, once they hear communist or socialist, I mean, they feel like it's some kind of disease or something like that. Um, because obviously, they're, they're, by nature, they are communist, not communist, they are capitalists. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what they want to go for, they want to lean towards it, because they had that Cold War, the fight against the communism. And um, they want to leave that, and they don't want to put that in the past and move for the future. But a lot of people in my workplace, I mean, they're like, you know his manifesto is great. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn's manifesto is great, but you know he can't support the guy. They can't uh, trust the guy because obviously he's had a past with you know the RAA and uh, was it IRA. IRA, that's it. And um, he does like oh, the guy he comes off uh, as this guy is proper nice and stuff like that. But his uh, viewpoint on the system is just comedy. He feels like everyone's gonna come together and work together, but. Um, as people apparently to their eyes, the UK government it doesn't so the UK citizens it doesn't work like that. Um, it's kind of crazy because I think it was that Thursday I had a conversation with one of the guys there, and he's just talking about how 
the system itself is not Muslim, by the way. Yeah. The system itself is so money driven. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Because um, he goes, he just talked about charity itself. He says a concept from the rich. <laughs> uh, that's what he said. He's not. He's not a Muslim. Yeah, it's just a tax evading thing. Isn't exactly. It? Yeah. And he's like he's he's not he's not uh, old. He's not young. Um, he's like about in his mid thirties, and he even said he said oh, it's a it's a it's an idea from the rich the charity thing just to help the poor people up. But the funny thing is right, um, charity is run by not rich people by mediocre people like me me and you middle class people, um, helping us middle class people. It's not the rich. It's like. He made this very good point. He made the point of we're in a room, right? And it's just me, you, and there's some other people, middle class people, mm-hmm. and there's like a really rich guy there, and that person who's running the charity is asking for ten pound each. We're all giving ten pound there. The guy he's probably a millionaire. What's ten pound to him? It's probably like ten pence to him, probably, isn't it? Yeah. There's a person who's there, he's barely got ten pound, he's just about got ten pound and he's given ten pound. And he's just basically saying the injustice behind that. Mm. He's saying that how can a person uh, who's so rich just give out £10 they should give a certain percentage of the wealth do you get yeah, it? And, it and that whole term that certain percentage it got to me because think about how Islam runs yeah, we have that, yeah, yeah we've yeah. got that zakat system it doesn't matter if you're rich poor 2.5% is always going to be different for each person yeah, but it's still 2.5% so it could be a lot of money it could be a little money but even though it's still fair it's a fixed amount exactly it? it's a fixed amount for it's a fair amount for everyone but it's just different um, thinking price system. And that's why I find that so beautiful, the fact that if people actually looked into Islam, not even, I'm not even talking about the non-Muslims anymore, I'm talking about the Muslims, they looked into Islam and they saw the beauty and the fruits what it brings to um, a system or a way of life, mm. or, uh, it is a way of life, but a government or society, um, they would be, you know, being an activist for Islam rather than being an activist for Labour Party, yeah. who pushing these manifestos, which, which Islam already holds. And a lot of people think that when we talk about these type of things, and when you talk about um, how Islam is, a, he runs a state, how he how he has an economical system, a political system, they automatically think that oh, um, we need a state within the UK. I mean, really and truly, this is a land of non-believers. Islam will never play a part here unless we take over it in the near future. Because, end of the day, the majority of the people here are what? They're non-believers, they're not Muslims. Yeah, because the only way Islam will spread in its true form in the UK would be through either invitation. Yeah. So, the state apparatus, the state will actually invite the UK to be a part of the state or by conquest, whichever they choose. Exactly. But, yeah, well, going back to the whole general elections thing and stuff... Because a lot of Muslims partake, uh, partake in, the, in these elections just because of um, what Jeremy Corbyn was saying. Exactly. Um, but doesn't that mean that... Because obviously they, it's a democracy that, yeah. they've, um, that they've been uh, partaking in, right? Doesn't that just mean that, okay, you know that politics ain't 100%, it's not 100%, right? Yeah. Anyone could have t- taken it. Yeah. So there's a chance that Jeremy Corbyn wouldn't have won, right? Yeah. And we saw that. Um, isn't that just you agreeing that okay? I mean, it's like a contract basically. You basically sign a contract. Yeah. Um, the contract is underlines that um, whoever comes to power, as because you're gonna be fine with it because you put the vote in, you've accepted the terms and conditions. It basically, it's a small and, print. <laughs> yeah, it's a small print, and now you're gonna accept that Boris Johnson is in power because you put that vote in. Yeah, that's what I'm trying I to mean, say. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's a bang on point because it's crazy how 
they want us like you know oh it's a lesser of two evils we need to make sure Jeremy Corbyn comes to the play but you voting you've literally passed like participated within that election now and you put yourself into that fold yeah and, you did, and like I said from the start if you really understood the UK uh, politics then you would know that uh, a party which um, what's it called who doesn't want to go for Brexit you follow the politics. You, if you really, f- I know, understood the government, um, UK government politics. Sorry, the UK politics. You'd follow what's happening with the Labour, uh, Labour, Labour um mm. party because a lot of um um MPs within um within certain areas because Jeremy Corbyn said he doesn't want to go for he doesn't want to leave the EU and he doesn't go for the Brexit part. A lot of them step down and they move towards conservatives. Well, yeah, like that Tipton Dudley. A lot of different places moved away from it. And it's like, if you really follow it, you just see how if the people at the top, if they're moving out from there, mm. what makes you think the people at the bottom won't do the same thing? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because um, my concern is that a lot of Muslims did uh, did participate in this democracy yeah. in the voting between Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn. So to those Muslims, is you've already agreed for Boris Johnson to be Prime Minister, yeah. even though you might not necessarily have voted for him. You can't really complain because you've you've voted in the system, which says clearly that okay, uh, you've got a choice between these leaders, but obviously the results um, you'll have to agree with. That's what democracy is. Do you know what I mean? I and mean, what would you say to the people who didn't vote? Then they still have to accept the result, or don't they? Because yeah. they they're still on the sidelines, but they didn't vote. For us Muslims, anyway, it's just you know you still gotta uh, you still gotta live your life. You know, exactly. you're still living in the UK. This is the best you could do. Yeah. You know, a lot of us, we our families and stuff moved over from worse places, yeah. or like war-struck places, yeah. poverty-stricken places, everything. Yeah. So you still got to live in the UK. Um, there's no problem with that. Exactly. And to be fair, you did the halal thing by not voting in the first place. Because obviously, if you guys followed our last podcast about who to vote for, we addressed these kind of issues. Uh, make sure you check it out if you haven't already checked it out. Uh, this is a good one, I think. <laughs> 100%. But yeah, I think what it is, the Muslims these days um, who actually part- uh, like participate in this, got no stand, there's, they've got no leg to stand on, really. No, 100%. Yeah, you can... Because there's a lot of rights and stuff happening, you know, as like Downing Street and all that stuff. Yeah. A lot of Labour supporters, a lot of Jeremy Corbyn supporters just be like, this isn't our Prime Minister and this, that, the other. But the fact that you voted means that you've accepted that he is, he is your Prime Minister. Yeah. I mean, even Jeremy Corbyn, the fact that he lost the even he's stepping down now. Yeah. I mean, he can't do what? straight away, but obviously... I, I think that's just down to the fact that he, he re- because of him, it's Labour lost 59 seats in, in Parliament. So yeah. he, he's got no choice but to I mean, step that's, down. That's his, that's his career gone. Really. Yeah, it's been the, it's been the lowest, uh, lowest Labour thing whatever in a yeah. really long time. I mean, so what's your stance on, like, uh, now Conservatives are in power, hmm. how does this affect the Muslims in the UK and what kind of bearing does it have in the future? Well, a lot of people are concerned with the fact that, obviously, you know, Boris Johnson made those uh, remarks in the past about Nikabi women being like letterboxes and did stuff. Did you hear about what his dad said recently? Well, what did his dad say? Um, apparently, the women in Parliament who are Muslim, they shouldn't be wearing the hijab. And he outright just said it. Just said it out loud. <laughs> well, that's the fruits of the society. We everyone knows that there's an attack on Islam anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just the fact that I think there's going to be a push for a lot of secularism 
in terms of uh, amongst the Muslim community. So let go of Islam as a way of life and embrace it as just another mere religion. Keep yeah. your Islam in your house and in your mosques yeah. and that's where they belong. Just like how they did with Christianity when the uh, when democracy first came about and stuff like that. Well, yeah, they got rid of the church state and all that stuff. Yeah, I think basically everyone knows that there's an attack on Islam and we'll see uh, the fruits of this. Do you know what I'm trying to say? In more, fact that more blatant. Yeah, it's going to be a bit more blatant yeah. just to get Muslims to integrate. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like um, Boris Johnson is basically to take a UK version of Donald Trump. Um, he's basically a scapegoat. The guy will say anything and whatever he wants uh, without any consideration what the after effects will be. Mm. I mean, look up Boris Johnson, not Boris Johnson, Donald Trump. He said a lot of stuff, uh, racial abuse and whatnot. Um, yeah. He can say all that and he can get away with it. I mean, Boris Johnson has done the same thing and he's prime minister now. Yeah, well, that's what I've always said. The leadership, a country's leadership or society's leadership is a reflection of that society. Yeah. So the fact that Boris Johnson's very right wing and stuff, a majority of people voted for him, shows that the majority yeah. of the UK is right wing, exactly. I guess. Um, but yeah, well, what it means for Muslims in this country, um, well, we've lived under a conservative government for about the past nine years now. Yeah. Would things really change? I mean,. Um, Obviously now it's because of uh, Brexit, yeah. uh, whole focus on Brexit, how uh, you know UK leaving the EU, I think on an international basis um, it can quite affect Islam quite badly um, based on the fact that now Donald Trump is in play, um, UK are going to be pretty much hand-to-hand like partners now, uh, more openly because obviously the EU had restrictions to trade with America, now mm-hmm. that's been lifted. Yeah, if Brexit obviously goes through, which we will. But the thing is with Brexit, because what I'm what I'm seeing is, you know, with Brexit, there'll be a lot of internal drama, internal politics going on. Right. So, in terms of Muslims across the world, I don't think Britain has much play in it for the next God knows how many years, ten, twenty years. Okay. Right. So because with Brexit, Britain has to deal with a lot of internal issues. Okay. So, because if we look at you know Northern Ireland and Ireland, the yeah. Republic of Ireland. Yeah. So, the Republic of Ireland is a part of the EU. Northern Ireland is a part of the UK, right? Okay. So, if Brexit happens, there has to be a hard border between Ireland and Northern Ireland. Right. That's always going to cause conflicts. Because right now, there's a free-flowing, free movement of people between Ireland and Northern Ireland. Right. So, you might have some family in Northern Ireland and you live in Ireland and you can freely walk across, no problem. But when you introduce that hard border, there's going to be a lot of issues caused there. Friction, you know, yeah. like an IRA part two type 2 type of thing yeah. um, I think yeah because of this Britain's going to deal with a lot of internal issues and since about 2010 they haven't really played any international game if you know what I'm trying to say so they haven't had any influence in the international scale of things right so I think we can count the fact that Britain won't be very much involved in international politics unless it's to do with trade like with America and stuff it won't be Affecting the Muslims that much, I reckon, because it's going to be dealing with a lot of internal uh, issues. So obviously, when Ireland, when the hard border is created by Ireland and stuff like that, we already know that Scotch, um, the Scotland, um, Scotland wanted ind- independence, right? Right. We could probably see that in the future. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say, and then it wouldn't surprise me if other people who want autonomy, autonomy, so other independent um, parts like Wales or something. So I, I do think that in the political future, um, Britain's got a tough game to play internally and a lot of external factors won't really 
be its concern that much and it will have to rely on the other Europeans so France, Germany and stuff they would have to play a bit more game in the international scope of things okay. huh? I mean uh, what about uh, with NHS leaving um, I feel like that could be a massive uh, impact to a lot of Muslims um, the fact that NHS being a free service yeah. now is going to be turning into something we might need to start paying for um, uh, how U- US do it is putting out insurances and yeah that's haram and stuff anyway I mean that's just going to be crazy now it's just going to be forced into taking Ruba now yeah well, we don't really know what's going to happen with the NHS and stuff in the future because there was talks about the NHS being sold off to America, right? Yeah. Like to companies in America and run it privately. But obviously Donald Trump, he couldn't really say that when um, the election campaigns were going on. So we're not too sure what's going to really happen with the NHS. Maybe we'll be privatised. Most likely probably will be. Yeah. But we'll have to see what happens. You know, politics never th- never certain. You have to expect the unexpected. <laughs> that is very true. Um. <laughs> What what about in terms of like Muslims living in the UK? Do you know what? Um, do you know just going about their day to day lives? Cause there's been a lot of Islamophobia, right? I mean that that's that that's that's been the enough you know, to I feel like a lot of people think because Labour might come into power, and Labour or sorry Jeremy Corbyn, um, saying that oh I recognise Israel as a two state solution, I feel like. Just because he says things like that, it won't change the threat against Islam. I mean, the guy himself, if he's respected Islam that much for the Muslims and, you know, to that point, then he would become Muslim himself. And obviously the guy have, has his own agendas behind. Um, he has to obviously follow the UK government to what direction mm, yeah. they want to take things. And again, it's always going to be an attack on Islam because... It's a battle of hearts and minds, and meaning by that is a battle of ideologies, systems yeah. of lives, and they recognize it, recognize Islam as a system of life. They don't see it as just a mere religion. Mm. It's, you know, a way of life, and as long as they see it as that and they, you know, recognize it as a system of life, they will always, always attack it, whether it's gonna be doing, you know, behind like you know. Uh, behind bushes or something like that or if it's just straight for blunt and you know it's gonna weigh up the options I mean like Jeremy Corbyn whether he likes it or not he might need to push that type of agenda forward where he does say you know Muslims within the UK can do certain things and can't do certain things because it's a breach of their law yeah of course yeah. Um, making sure they keep uh, in check of the khutbas you know having like mm. prevent groups out yeah. I mean they're not before prevent groups were more secretive but a lot of people know about the prevent groups now and how they're in place and uh, making sure that kids aren't extreme make sure the parents who are teaching these kids aren't extreme making sure the curriculum in the schools are in a specific manner so what they teach on islam mm. is only certain things and making sure they learn certain topics so they get brainwashed from a young age um these things will always stay in place because at the end of the day they'll find any method to tackle the threat they see which is Islam mm. and you know whether they've come into power the Tory concepts come into power again that 
Zaki said the question, how are Muslims going to be affected? It's still going to be the same. The effect is just there. It's not going to ever change. Obviously, they'll probably have different tactics, but the life of the Muslim is still going to be the life of the Muslim in the UK, how it's always been, um, yeah. that you're an outsider. As much as you want to be as coconut as you want to be, they'll still see you as Do you know outsider. what it is? That's actually a good point because there's been like quite a lot of talk about oh, the Muslims don't integrate and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, when our grandfathers or our fathers or whatever, whoever came to this country, yeah. they moved into white areas, right? Yeah. <laughs> they moved into white areas. What yeah. happened? They were trying to integrate, right? They were trying to live their lives. Yeah. They come from abroad. They didn't know anyone. They moved into white areas. What happened was the white pe white people moved away from those areas. They didn't want to, they wanted to be by white people. They didn't want to be by coloured people or ethnic like of different ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. So is it actually the Muslims that failed to integrate, or is it the white people that didn't want integration in the first place? That's true, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. So, but yeah, I reckon there'll be a lot more push for integration in terms of okay, you need to change Islam just to fit in and stuff like that. And I think that's one of the key things that's going to be happening in terms of domestically yeah. in the UK. Um, obviously, it's been happening for a long time now, but obviously with this new conservative government, I think it's going to happen a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't really see uh, too much of a change. I mean, the only thing. I, I thought well, I could probably make a drastic change is the fact that with Donald Trump coming into the planes of just trading and stuff like that with UK opening trading with Donald, yeah. Donald Trump now because I mean, he was saying like um, celebrate your great victory to uh, Boris Johnson hmm. um, you, you know you've done well and he's always praised him even before the elections he always praised him it's like um, a reflection of himself in the exactly. UK. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I really like him. I, I've, I've, he said he's looked at different delegates, but he thinks he was, he was perfect. Is that just because he looks like him? Probably, <laughs> yeah, They're both got blonde hair, they're both fat and a bit stupid. <laughs> but, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, like, that's the only threat I saw because um, because now he's a, he's got the push for um, Brexit. Um that that hand in hand with America and UK, even though there was that. Hand that that's in hand. what I'm trying to say because that was always there. Before. It was always there because but now it's more open. Do you get it's expected now because but, there's a but, connection there. Like you can tell from even from a Muslim perspective or anybody who's not very politically savvy or politically aware, the it's blatant now that them two are working together. UK and think you're Well, that's together. what I'm trying to say. The previous Labour government, right? They followed America into a war in Iraq. Yeah, but he was more centre-right, though. Tony Blair. Yeah, he, he was a more centre-right type of person. Yeah. But I'm talking about this, like... America and UK have always been tied together. Yeah, They've always been yeah. allies, right? Yeah. After the Second World War stuff. Yeah. They've always been allies like that. So, yeah. it's not very surprising that... Yeah. Okay, America's the first person you turn to. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he says it himself. Don't you think it was weird the from trade where the go-to people are really truly they are the ones who are running the strings and running the pretty much the world they've mm. always got a plan for the whole world so if it's not UK if it's not China if it's not Syria if it's not um, Egypt I mean look at all these different countries the, and even Russia the people are mm. say even that but they're and not to be fair though got um, everything. with Boris Johnson coming into power it actually helps America's plan because if, if Jeremy Corbyn came into power, he would have recognised the 1967 borders in Palestine, right? Yeah. Palestine, Israel and stuff. He would have recognised the 1967 borders. What that means is that kind of is a bit of a hit in America's plan. 
Right. The fact that Jeremy Corbyn w- would actively play a role in terms of, okay, this is the 1967 borders and we need to implement this. Yeah. America doesn't want that for that region. And so the fact that Boris Johnson came into power is just like, okay, it plays into America's hand. Yeah. And I think that's one of the main points in the international scale. Because if Jeremy Corbyn was voted in, Britain would have a lot more international influence because obviously if we looked at the policies and stuff that Jeremy Corbyn was going out, yeah. um, coming out with, he, he, there was um, general hints that the fact that Britain would play more of a role on the international scope of things, yeah. which probably would have benefited Britain in the um, would it would have benefited Britain because obviously in terms of economy and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but if we look at the other scale of things, conservative government going for Brexit and stuff, it'll affect Bre- uh, Britain. But we're just unsure about how it's going to be affected like that. Yeah, true. Hmm? But yeah, I mean, um, you can see you can see that obviously this is a massive hit to the to the UK with this result. Um, because even then, Muslims, the amount of Muslims were like spouting about, oh, we need to vote, and crazy how much um, effort they put towards it. And like, uh, like I think you made this comment in the last podcast, like, Muslims should be more uh, an Islamic or Islamic activist rather than the Western, the Western government, uh, activists. And it's crazy how much passion they had behind the push for Labour and the push for Jeremy Corbyn, I mean, like even till now, look how much uh, praise they're giving the guy. Mm. Even though he's lost, the fact that um, they're saying, "Oh, um, he's, he's, he's my true prime minister." He's uh, <laughs> he look he's influenced so many youth to vote and a lot of the young people to vote, and it's crazy. So I was finding mad. Just like uh, the guy blatantly had stated that he wants to increase. Uh, was it NATO funding? Yeah, NATO funding. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, look what NATO have done in the past and what they're doing now. It's just you want mm. to support that. I know he's recognizing two state solution and he has respect for Muslims, but he recognizes a lot of people and he probably hates Jews and that's a massive thing for Muslims. They're like, oh my Do god. Do you know what yeah. it is though? That was one of the main things about the deep state, as in like the media. Yeah. That they're trying to push the fact that he was anti-Semitic and yeah. stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, that's what they were pushing for Jeremy Corbyn and stuff. But he's never really said any anti-Semitic remarks and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, he just, he just said he doesn't, he doesn't like him, he doesn't support them. That's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. But like... Uh, yeah, it's funny the fact that they take this one part of data, or one quote, yeah. and they blow it up so much and say, yeah, he loves Muslims and stuff like that. Yeah. And you don't you just forget the rest. It's just... I mean, just look at the last podcast. It's just how what we said about what you know who to actually vote for, and why he carries and what he's uh, what a Muslim should really be looking into. I mean, end of the day, it's not about the benefits of this world. Like this world's a deceiving enjoyment, enjoyment, and to think that this guy, this non-Muslim, is gonna support you in your life. I mean. It's, it's a non-Muslim. <laughs> you know I mean, his 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 good deeds are worth nothing in the hereafter. At the end of the day, and um, like I said, they'll never be, um, you know, they'll never see as friends or their own until you become one of them. They don't mm. see as your aulia. It's aulia, isn't it? Yeah. They don't see as your aulia until you let go of what you believe in Islam. <laughs> and 
I mean, that's that's just that's that's the points I was trying to push forward to a lot of, a lot of Muslim brothers, but it just wouldn't go through. I mean, like like I said, it's all back to whatever benefits them, and mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. I mean, like uh, hopefully if they did listen to this pod, the plus podcast and even this podcast, and they can see that you know what we're what we you know pushing out these ideas. I mean, this it's not something little. I know it's just me and you who's just discussing this right now. Uh, it'd probably be a few hundreds, you know, below 100 people listening to this as well. But, subhanAllah, um, little words, uh, atoms of knowledge, atoms of knowledge, brothers, sisters, just just talking to someone or someone listening to a discussion, mm. it has a, mas- like, a massive impact. And it's just planting seeds in people's heads because you might, yeah. not, you might not understand it now or you might not get it right now. But later in the future, when things you know fall into place, or you something triggers and you, you click and you're like, oh, I got that now, I get it now. Mm. You know these little things it helps a long way. And I made a comment at the start that this push for a state or this push for um, an Islamic uh, way of life, it's never gonna happen within the UK, not no, anytime not. soon. Or yeah. It's again the push about understanding what a society is understanding what the actual future holds and is actually getting the people, the Muslims, on board and actually understanding the politics. Because politics, I know to them, UK politics means so much to them, but if they have that passion towards Islamic politics and actually understood what affects Islam in mm. it, politically, mm. what affects Islam politically, they would see this coming, like they would see conservatives would be coming to power, they will see how voting is not the way forward it's not going to help them out at all um they'll see that you know whatever push or whatever agenda they have in the in the in the back yeah i know what you're trying to say because um obviously uh calling for islamic politics is not going to happen overnight right it's, it's a vision yeah you know like the great heroes of islam yeah they didn't see it as a short-term project. Yeah. They saw it as a long-term goal. 100%. And the only way it was going to stop them is if they died. 100%. Right. I mean, if Allah perished them in battle or something. That's yeah. the only way they were going out. Yeah. And obviously, we already know. Victory is for Allah's one title. We're just here for the ride. Yeah. We're just here to do the work. Yeah. And I think that's what Muslims need to realise. The fact that Islam is a system. It's a system of life, right? Yeah. You live your life according to what the Quran and Sunnah say. Yeah. And nothing else. Yeah. And I think what it is, it's just we lack visionaries in the Ummah. Yeah. The Ummah want short-term results. That's why they would go and partake in Western democracy, yeah. far democracy, right? And they forget about Islam. Fair enough, they might have good intentions. You know, we need to save people. We need to do this and that. But Islam has given you a solution, right? And yeah. shouldn't you look towards that? Hundred mm. I mean, like, what, what really gets to me is that people on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Because I was looking through a lot of brothers and sisters' comments and that they're like, "Oh, if you want Islam, then you should move to a country. You should move to where you came from, and this and the other. This is Britain." So the fact that that was your decision to vote and stuff, you've accepted all of this in in terms of okay, uh, Boris Johnson's going to come into power and this and that. you've accepted it. Deal with it now. <laughs> do you know what I'm trying to say? Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, just, I find it quite just shocking, man. I have easily manipulated the, the Ummah is. And, uh, I don't blame them. I'm, I'm going to be mean, honest. I don't blame the Ummah because I've said this many times. 
and the listeners, the, the active listeners would would know this as well. I've said this many times, the the Ummah are duped by their own people. Yeah, right. Shit. People who claim to be Islamic same. scholars and yeah. this, that, the other. They're saying partake in democracy when they should be saying, here's Islam, live your life according to that and nothing else. Because honestly, if you live your life according to Islam and Allah is enough for you, Allah is sufficient for you, would anything in the world matter? Fo- he'll, a, he'll plant your uh, feet firmly. Exactly. He says that. He'll plant your feet firmly. If you walk towards Allah, He runs towards you. Exactly. If you look towards Him, He walks <laughs> towards you. If you walk towards Him, He runs towards you. Like, if you actually really think about that that verse, it's, it's something crazy, man. Allah is the one who created everything. Mm. And He has control over everything. That that was, that verse itself, it's just to think about it, it's just, it's one of the most beautiful, man. But again, like I think this is gonna be a massive shock. It is a hundred percent massive shock to them, man. Yeah. and um, to the to the UK government. I mean, to the UK citizens. To be honest with you, um, it just shows how little they think of people, and how that term "the rich will stay rich and the poor will stay poor" is so, is so like you know, blatant, bait. It? it's blatant. It's blatant now. It's just it's just out there. Like you can't even deny it you can't say all oh, those middle class people and stuff like that like it's just there bro i mean like they don't they really don't care about the people as though even boris johnson with the guy like, how much is he on a year <laughs> quite a bit of money i can't remember the exact figure but he said something about 100 or something a thousand year yeah it's not enough to live on i was thinking <laughs> what's john about man like it's crazy mm-hmm. and that's what it is uh i mean i said that for my very first from before the election i i I said that conservatives are going to win based on the fact that UK right now, I don't know, I don't know about right now, but uh, before before Brexit is more of a, sorry, uh, it's more of a, like I said, a socialist, communist type of um, system. But going for Brexit, it will become independent and it will push for more of a capitalistic system hmm. because it will be based on a pure capitalist society where it's got no benefits, it's got no help or anything towards the the people and it will force the people to live off their well-being as much as they can. Yeah. And it's all about, you know, money, money, money. It's going to make the people, it will force the people to be money-driven. Yeah, because basically, in America, if you lose your job, you're basically nothing, right? Yeah. You're you're basically on the streets. You can't afford medical help. You can't afford yeah. this, that, the other. Do you know what I mean? So, for me, in terms of the Muslims, right, a lot of Muslims might be a bit upset, might be heartbroken that their boy Jeremy Corbyn didn't get voted in, so they can't reap the benefits of this system. But I'm seen as a good thing that Boris Johnson won, in terms of the fact that it creates disunity amongst the kuffar. Right, because yeah. uh, obviously these little conflicts, like I mentioned a bit earlier, yeah. in regards with Ireland and stuff like that, I won't be surprised if other people or the nations in the EU want to opt out as well. Yeah. So, for me, I think that it's beneficial for the Ummah that the Conservatives won, because it, it causes repercussions through Europe, right? Yeah. And it just reminds me of you, Abdul Hamid II. Yeah. He says, um, I'd I'd have the West fighting each other so the Muslims could live in peace so and he was an amazing politician you know he said that obviously if I were to be in power longer I'd have them fighting each other and I think it's it could be a step in the right direction if the Muslims wake up and take this as an advantage 
Do you know what I'm trying to say? Unify them uh, in terms of like get the Muslims unified and disunity is caused amongst the kuffar. Hundred percent. I mean, if this isn't a wake up call, um, I don't know what it's going to be a wake up for the UK, man. But um, yeah, um, well, yeah, I think we've covered most of the topics and uh, yeah, it's been points. a yeah, it's been a yeah. quick one today. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's just wrap up there. Uh, we're approaching 36, 35, 36 minutes. So, yeah. inshallah, guys, we shall catch you next time, next week. Make sure you tune in every Sunday. We have a podcast at 7 pm. Uh, make sure you like our Facebook page, follow us on Instagram, and make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, it does help the channel a lot, get the voice out there. So, uh, inshallah, guys, we'll catch you next time. Asalaamu Alaikum. Asalaamu Alaikum.